Hey guys, today we are doing one of y'all's favorite episodes, a client check-in. I'm checking in with Allison Morrison a year after I helped her declutter her entire home. She is giving us the down and dirty of how it's really going with two kids and one on the way. <laughs> if you are someone who is ready to declutter, you're ready to get organized and systemized in your home, then I wanna help you get there. First of all, if you are a DIYer and you think you can do it yourself, go to habitsandhome.com courses to get started with my Simplify Your Kitchen course. This is a great foundational course that is gonna take you into the other courses that I provide for you. It's gonna give you a lot of foundational pieces, habits, systems to keep your home in order. Again, go to habitsandhome.com courses to get started today. Now, if you are someone who wants some more one-on-one -on -one support, you need that accountability, or you just feel stuck, I understand. I was there once myself. I felt paralyzed. I didn't know what to do, and I needed the help to get me out of the rut. Sometimes that's all it takes is for someone to help you get out, to pull you up, and I'm here to help you do that. If you need some one-on-one -on -one coaching, go to habitsandhome.com slash services to check out my coaching packages over there. I wanna help you get started in this process and in this journey of simplifying your home. Again, go to habitsandhome.com slash courses for the DIY course or habitsandhome.com slash services to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me. All right, let's dive in and check in with Allison to see how she is doing. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey, Allison, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you back on for another client check-in. We decluttered your home over a year ago. And I want to check in with you to see how it's going. So first of all, tell us a little about yourself or everyone who may have missed the first episode that we did together. Yeah. So my name is Allison. I'm a mom of two, about to be a mom of three. Um, we're having another daughter. Um, so we have Dawson, Harper, and Nora, who is on the way. Um, we are just a slow country living, trying to, you know, get into the homesteading. We have some chickens, we do our fresh eggs, and my husband is a mechanic, and I dabble in a few things, stay-at-home mom, um, I do some bookkeeping for my dad, and I do a couple other little side hustles, um, but yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. You are definitely busy doing all the hobbies and coming and going, and you have little ones. How old is Dawson? He's four. Um, so Dawson's four. He'll be five in June. Dawson's two. She'll be, or Harper's two. She'll be three in 
March, and then Nora will be born between those two birthdays. Okay. So three, and well, you won't have three under five, but three, five and under. Wow. <laughs> you sound just like me. I had mine two to two and a half years space apart and it was so much fun. It was fun, but I remember that stage and I felt like my house was always a mess. <laughs> and so speaking of messes, like I said, we decluttered and organized your home over a year ago. I actually came to your house um, over a couple of days. And I want to know, be honest, be honest, be truthful. Tell us how it's going. Okay, so there's like a few things that I feel like have changed so big. The main two things for me are resetting my kitchen so I can come out into a you know clean kitchen in the morning. I feel like that starts our day off like magical. I know that sounds so silly, but seriously, I'm pregnant. You know, my morning doesn't always start out great. I get sick in the morning sometimes. So to restart my day and come out to a clean kitchen where I can cook my kids their breakfast, pack their lunches, all those things, and have to look at a sink full of dirty dishes, and then also look at a cleared countertop. So for me, I, you know, I try not to be crazy about it. My husband got a new coffee machine. So he put, you know, we found it at home. Um, but we try to keep it as minimal as possible things that can go under. Um, so that makes me super happy. And then another thing that I feel like has really changed for me is when I go shopping, um, you know, like you, before you become like decluttered and then you have all this clutter, it doesn't, you know, seem like a big deal until you get rid of it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I never want to have clutter again. I feel like I was such a sale shopper, if that's a thing. Like you go into a store for a specific thing and then you see a sale and you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a good deal. But do you need it just because it's a good deal? So now I find myself saying, where could I put this? It's a good deal, but where can I put it? And if I can picture a spot for it, that's not going to cause me like anxiety. And two, that I don't have to pick it up every time I clean the counters. That was another thing I feel like we worked on. Like right now we have our Christmas stuff out. So there's a few things on the kitchen table. But normally I like a clean kitchen table so I can wipe it down and I don't have to move stuff. So I feel like those are my two biggest things that I've worked on is like not just buying stuff because it's a good deal because I love to thrift. So you find such good deals, but do you need it and where are you going to put it? And if I can picture it somewhere that's not going to, you know, cause me anxiety of clutter, I'll get it. And I feel like that's also saved me so much money. So, yeah, well, we, for those of you don't, who don't know, Allison and I live about an hour apart and every once in a while we get together for a thrifting day. And (laughs) I bet Allison, you know, because I'm there with her, she's probably like, oh yeah, I need to be intentional about what I buy. (laughs) But we love, I still love going thrifting, even though I'm a minimalist, it's just, It's like, like you said, I love seeing it all. I just don't have to have it all. (laughs) Right. But then if you do find that that you really love, it makes it so much better because you can find a spot for it and you can love it instead of just like having, you know, a million things and then you have to find homes for all of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you said you told us about the good things that are going on. Now tell us some of the areas that may have had some troubles of keeping organized and declutter. Are there any areas? I know we, we did your home office, which is also a spare bedroom. We did your children, both your children's bedrooms and their closets. And we did your master bedroom and your closet. And we didn't get to your bathrooms. And then we also did your kitchen. Now you said your kitchen is doing good. How about those other areas? So the kitchen does have one problem spot. <laughs> it has, you know, where my bedroom and the kitchen meet. It's just kind of like our counter of collect all. And so I find myself trying to be really diligent on what it collects. You know, it has a tiny corner instead of the whole counter. And yesterday I did like a whole reset of like, okay, all these cords, where do they belong? What do they go to? Let's find a basket and put them somewhere. Um, instead of relocating them somewhere else that gets cluttered, we like disperse them to where they need to be. Um, and Dawson is at the perfect age to clean his own room. He cleans his room by himself. Him and Harper are actually polar opposites. He is very anal and clean and she's just very messy and she does not care. So her room often gets dirty, even with no clutter, but Dawson's room stays so clean. And I feel like he can clean it without being overwhelmed because it's not a thousand toys because kids get overwhelmed too, because where do they start if there's so many things to clean up? So we do still have that problem spot in the kitchen and I try to be cautious about it. Um, but and our and the office is a spot where I do where I have all my Christmas gifts right now. Um, but that was another thing, you know, just figuring out what the kids really needed for Christmas instead of just buying a bunch of toys that I now have to find a spot for. Yeah, yeah, and it's not about being perfect. Those those trouble areas that we call quote unquote trouble areas we have basically just labeled that spot as a spot to collect. That's okay. But we have to have these routines to where we don't leave it that way. And we have like a habit and a routine to where we grab a clothes basket. And that's um, an episode that I'm going to be doing soon is how to clear that trouble area really fast. And so just grab a clothes basket, swoop it all in, in one big swoop without, uh, without thinking about it. And then take the basket and walk around your house and putting those pieces back where they're supposed to go. And it's a lot of the times those spots, those trouble spots collect things. We don't know what to do with them or papers that were like, uh, it's a bill I have to pay, or it's a receipt I have to file somewhere. And it's just a lot of procrastination or tasks that we've left undone. And so deciding, okay, today's the clearing day. I am, you know, like you, you could make it like your Friday reset or your Sunday reset. And you take your clothes basket and you swoop it all in and you say, okay, I'm clearing it for today. <laughs> Instead of like, really like, you know, being, you know, having this perfectionist um, mentality about it, where you're like beating yourself up, let it happen, but then let yourself reset at a certain day. Hey friend, I hope you're loving today's episode. I want to ask you something though. Is your home environment supporting you? Does it bring you peace or is it causing you to feel more chaos? It doesn't have to stay that way. First of all, you need to stop telling yourself that decluttering is a no-brainer task and that you should be able to do it on your own. 
And if your husband is telling you, it's easy, just start throwing things away. I'm standing in your corner knowing it's not that simple. Decluttering can be very challenging for so many different reasons. We start experiencing all kinds of emotions and sometimes it gets the best of us and we shut down once again. I had to work through my own emotions and attachment to stuff when I lost both of my parents within the same year. I had to clean out their house while I was pregnant with our third child. Talk about an emotional roller coaster. Not only that, I was drowning in my own clutter at home as a mom of three little kids. If I can come out victorious on the other side of all of that and create a home environment that now supports everything I desire, I know you can too. But unlike me, I want to offer you something that I didn't have. I want to extend a hand of help. It's my desire to help moms just like you declutter and simplify their homes so they can start living more. If you're ready to get unstuck and face all the clutter you've been ignoring, then let's get started with some one-on-one life coaching. I'll help you work through what's weighing you down so you can feel lighter and freer. My coaching is gentle and, of course, without judgment, with just enough kick in the butt to make you want to take action. Okay, so let's shake off the chains of clutter together. Go to habitsandhome.com services to start your coaching with me today. Um, you also said something, oh, your reset, your kitchen reset and how it's been like life-changing for you. Do you think that part of the reset and why it's so easy is because we took the time and we decluttered and we minimized how much you actually have on your counters. And like I said, like you said, having a cleared off counter, do you think that you would have been able to easily reset and be happy about the reset had you not taken the steps to declutter first? No, definitely not. Because one, when you declutter all this stuff, we made everything habit specific home. Um, And then, you know, there's less stuff now so I can fill my whole dishwasher and have everything in the dishwasher nothing left in the sink because what you know there's not as much stuff to use and like you said in reality how many pots can you cook with at one time four right there's only four burners on the stove so if you're it's almost like you know having kids clothes if you declutter your kids clothes to a smaller amount you're forced to do the laundry but then you don't have as much laundry because you do you have just what you need. So I think that wiping down the counters with nothing on them is obviously a whole less step than having to move everything. And in reality, when you're a busy mom and you're tired, you're not going to move that stuff. You're just going to wipe around it. And then you come out in the morning and there's like just stuff everywhere. So I do love that. So now, like you said, you're expecting another baby, your third. (laughs) Do you feel more prepared in your home this time around to have a newborn? And I know that you said your mindset has changed a little bit when it comes to buying when things are only on sale, but has it changed in around how, how much you feel like you need having a newborn? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like even before decluttering, I feel like going from just off into Harper thinking of all the crap that you buy for a newborn that they don't even need. Like 
we had, which Dawson was our first grandkid on my mom's side. And so my baby shower was like a wedding. So we had all this stuff given to us, but we didn't need like three fourths of it. A baby swing, Dawson sat in it like five times, maybe. I mean, all these things that we buy and spend money on and they take up so much room in your house and you really don't even need them and you can do without them. Um, so I feel like we are making such different changes this time around. Like, I feel like my mindset has changed. I'm like, I don't want any of that crap. I don't need it. She will be just fine with something she can sleep in and, you know, a few outfits that she can wear and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. If I could go back, things would be so different for me as well. Mine are grown now and I'm seeing a lot of my younger friends still having babies and they're doing it a lot more minimal after they've had a couple. And I think it's great. It's so funny because you have all of these friends and all of these relatives, like older relatives that believe in this one baby product. And they're like, you have to have this, or they give that one baby product to you. And you're like, I don't need all of this. Can you imagine if everyone had like this expert advice and they all gave you their one favorite baby product, you would just be bombarded. And you couldn't even use all of it. I remember when my babies were little, especially Aubrey, because she was my first, I had like the swing and the bouncer and the bumbo and the, like, I felt like I was just shifting her around to all of these containers. And, and there's so much research out there not nowadays that say that babies shouldn't be in containers at all. And they should either be worn or laid on the floor so they're, that their reflexes can stretch out and their muscles and their arms and everything. And they develop so much more just by tummy time and floor time. And I just really, if I could, like you said, tell a new mom anything, it's to just let, let nature take its course. Babies either need to be on their backs, on their bellies, or on their mama. <laughs> yeah. And even just as you say that, I think about Dawson's very first play mat it was like a cloud and you set it up you know you put the two sides on each and it had the whole you know mobile whatever and I'm like with Harper literally put a blanket on the ground and she did tummy time and it's no different it's literally the same thing they don't care about all that stuff above them they don't even look at it their eyes don't even focus like I'm just going so minimal because I don't want to see all that stuff in my house <laughs> And they don't need it though, really. They just don't need it. So it's just a waste of money. And then what do you do after? Either with Dawson and Harper, we wanted more, so we stored it, or you get rid of it and have to rebuy it. It just seems so silly to me. Yes, I agree. I agree. But, you know, uh, some moms, they just have to go through you know, go through it for the first time or the second time. And there's nothing wrong with having stuff. It just, like I always say, it goes back to your capacity. What are you able to handle? What gives you peace? Not seeing a bunch of bright colors in my house with all the Fisher Price stuff does not bring me peace. And I know it doesn't bring a lot of moms peace, especially when they're having to shift it around or store it after their kids have outgrown it. Um, so I, I really, hopefully we can relieve some moms of that pressure to need all of this stuff. So last question, what helps you 
to keep your home simple and easy to manage. What do you find keeps you going? Is it like an internal drive? Is it outside motivation? What actually, you know, keeps you going? I feel like in the very beginning, it was like making a routine, but it was like, oh, if Lisa, you know, pops in to visit and we hang out or she FaceTimes me, like, I want her to see how good I've been doing. And then it just became such a routine that now if it's not like that, it almost is like, okay, let's get stuff in order so I can feel good. Last week, I literally kept my kids home from school and I was like, you are helping me clean your rooms. And then you're going outside to play while I clean the rest of this house. And then I can just be peaceful in my own house. I put all my diffusers on. My kids' rooms are clean. There had been a few points, like pots in our house that needed something like curtains, and I just hadn't had the time. We went, we got all the curtains, we put stuff up, we vacuumed, we mopped, we cleaned the whole house. And then now, you know, every Sunday we do a reset, we do our laundry, we get the house ready, we put the kids' clothes out on the counter. Um, and then I wake up for the week and I can just pick up little things as I go. And I feel like before we decluttered, I was cleaning all the time. That's all I did was just all day cleaning. And I'm like, I'm wasting my life. I'm wasting my life with my kids. I'm losing out on time with my kids. And all I do is clean. I'm like, I'm a full-time maid with no pay. (laughs) And I have so much stuff that never gets put up. And so now I just, I allow the mess you know, as it comes, like the kids making pillow forts and things like that. And I know that there's only so many of them and they're just going to go back to their spot when they're done. And so it's definitely helped me to just, it's just a routine now. It's just part of my life. Yeah. So the routine of resetting, you would say. Yeah. So that everything has its own home before it was like, where do I even put all this? Because we don't live in a big house. It's not huge. And so we have to be selective on what we bring in, especially if it's a bigger item. Um, and so just having it, it's home and just knowing, okay, this is where this goes after it's done. Okay. So you would say when we decluttered, we basically created a baseline for your peace, for your peace of mind in your home. And so now your routines and your daily habits is okay. I'm going to let the mess happen. I'm going to let the imagination happen and the play happen. I love that so much. I, I don't want to create like, like, Nazi moms. (laughs) And I said that to you before. I was like, don't be a Nazi when it, after your husband comes in. Cause I remember he like set his cup in a certain spot or his keys and you're like, that is not where they go. (laughs) So we don't want to create Nazi moms or wives, but we do want to create a baseline so that when we have these daily weekly resets that we can get back to that, that baseline and be like, Ah, okay. <laughs> when we live in this constant state of chaos, it's it's not good for our health. But if we allow ourselves, you know, the 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 grace to let the mess and let the imagination happen, we know that later on that that peace of mind is going to come back to us. And that's what we have to look forward to. So, oh, thank you so much, Allison. If anyone wants to connect with you, where can they find you if they want to connect with you more? So on Facebook, it's just Allison Morrison. And then on Instagram, it's oily.ally, A-L-L-Y. So they can find me there. And I would love to be everybody's friend. Don't you just love Allison? It was so good checking in with her today and hearing how her decluttering experience transformed her mindset about the clutter in her home. 
She walked away from our time together with the tools she needed to make this new lifestyle stick for good. Sweet friend, I want this for you too. I want you to feel good in your home. I want you to have peace of mind so that you can really enjoy your family. If you've been listening to these episodes for a while now and you're just not seeing progress, it's time to take the next step. Sign up for the Simplify Your Kitchen online course or book a one-on-one coaching call with me. Commit to doing the work and love living in your home again. You are worth it.